0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of your favorite celtics podcast chasing banners i am your host dante toro you can follow me on twitter on social media at dante on deck you can find just about anything you want to know about me on my twitter account on my social handles all this and that and as always i am joined by my co-host the one the only the great ryan sheehan ryan how's your day going today it's going great. Uh,
1: I just finished my second bowl of mint chocolate chip ice cream, so uh, you know we're in a good uh, mood today. Um, I am 401 Sheen on Twitter. That's where you can find all my uh, silliness and Celtics talk on there. Uh, but yeah, I'm so happy to be um, talking about the Celtics again with Dante. You know, just another week of just another day. In talking paradise. about the
0: best team in the universe. It's funny you mentioned that, Ryan, because right now they kind of look like the best team in the universe. No, the confirmed. Celtics. They are. They are the best team. Like five and zero in the playoffs so far. The Monstars could not stick with them. Listen, the Raptors are the defending champs, and they deserve all the respect and credit in the world. But they did not look good against the Celtics yesterday. Hell, the Celtics even look that great. I mean, no. like for their standards, they really didn't look that great. They, the final score was 112-94. to The Celtics won by 18. The largest lead of the game was 24. I didn't realize this until I was looking at the stats, Ryan. But I don't know if you knew this, but the Raptors didn't have a single lead yesterday. Like, the Celtics just had control of the game from, from the start. Like, I, was, they
1: must have listened to the, the last pod we did because I did say they have to have a strong start and they can't let the Raptors get a lead. So, there we go.
0: Yeah, no, I they think definitely I think we can confirm that we do have some Celtics players listening. When we I check to influence. see who listens to the pods, I see that we do have someone listening from Orlando, Florida. Um so whoever that is, shout out. Uh, don't know if <laughs> if you're a bubble, if you're in the bubble, or you're just uh, just a fan from Orlando. Either way, shout out to you. Much love and respect. And um, if you are a Celtics player, hop on. Just let us know. If you're a Celtics player, you know where to find me on Twitter. Obviously, just DM me, and we'll we'll get you on this pod. And hey, maybe me you us, maybe you can get us down to Orlando. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, you said it last episode, Ryan. Like they they. The Celtics cannot allow the Raptors to get ahead of them to start the game. They need to come out strong. They need to come out with, you know, a goal in mind, with motivation just to get the job done. And that's exactly what they did. Because, you know, you go behind, hell, 15 points to the Toronto Raptors, it is going to be so tough for you to get back into it. Like, I mean, they can do it. They can do it against other teams and this and that. But the Raptors are just a whole 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 other story. They're just such a great team on defense on offense with shooting and all this stuff like they're a very scary team great at a lot of things so you get behind there you're in some trouble and my biggest fear was that the celtics were going to go down 0-1 in the series and then they were going to have a tough time evening it back out or just staying on pace or getting uh, ahead of the raptors but that's not something we have to worry about because they're up one nothing Uh, The Celtics shot 47% from the field, 43.6% from three, and 81% from the free-throw line. The Raptors shot 37% from the field, uh, hitting eight less shots on one more attempt. And they also shot 25% from three, which is unlike the Raptors. They shot 10 for 40 and 76% from the free-throw line. They also shot eight more free throws than the Celtics. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're going to get into the player stats in just a minute, but here, here's what I think, Ryan. This game isn't going to happen again this series. The Celtics are not going to – there is not going to be another game where the Celtics are going to win by close, uh, close to 20 points. I didn't think there was even going to be a game where there, it was going to be as far as distance as this was. I expect game two – I expect the Toronto Raptors to hit many, much more shot. I expect them to hit more than ten threes. I expect Siakam to not get three fouls in the first quarter because that did hurt them. As, uh, you know, yeah. going through the rest of the game because you have to be very tedious. He couldn't, you know, play as aggressive as he as he's used to. You know, going in and out of the games, not really getting uh, you know, your flow going because you're sitting on the bench for so long. Like that affects a player. I mean, we saw uh, it was uh, during. I think it was – what game was it? It was either game two or three against the, the Sixers. Tatum had three fouls in the first quarter, and he sat the entire second quarter. And then when he came back in the third, like it was just like he couldn't really get his shot going because he was just out of sync. Like he just didn't have time to get everything going. Um, so that's something that happened to Pascal yesterday. He um, – Pascal, I'm looking at his stats right now. He only finished with – hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, he only finished with 13 points on five for 16 shooting. And that's what I'm talking about. When you're out of the game, he played 33 minutes still, but like when you miss time and you have that many fouls early on, you it's, you know, it's tough to get a flow going. So that obviously affected him. Um, but overall, you know, the Celtics still came out with a win. Uh, Ryan, do you want to give your thoughts on the game and kind of give us, give these listeners uh, some of the player stats of what these guys did during, uh, during game one?
1: Well, the fall trouble, uh, excuse me, the fall trouble from the Toronto Raptors was completely big for us, like huge for us. Um, early on in the game, like, they just couldn't control themselves. Um, they kept picking them up, and that's what really gave us a, a head start to the game. We were able to get a, a couple free throws and uh, just kind of get into a good rhythm while the Toronto Raptors were falling out of a bad, um, getting into a bad rhythm. So early on uh with the falls that was a very big help for us i know at the end of the first quarter uh we ended with 39 points which was a um uh, very very a yeah which was Celtics. a lot yeah which was a lot which was a great start for them so i just hope they can continue to keep up the hot starts because you cannot fall behind to this toronto raptors team like they just match up with us perfectly. So it's kind of the same story. They go ahead
0: of us. They have to start out hot because the Celtics are also notoriously known for sucking in the second quarter and, like, blowing a lead and just, like, not hitting shots. So you have to come out hot in the first quarter so you can uh, not allow uh, you to go down by so much in the second. That's just always something I notice with the team.
1: Yeah. No, and um, other than that, though, uh, overall, like, Tatum, at the beginning of the game, he had a little bit of a slow start. Uh, I think he was like two for seven at, at one point, and he just wasn't looking too great. Him and Siakam both had rough starts. But uh, he was eventually able to find his rhythm with ending with 21 points and going 50% from the field. So he he eventually found it. Jalen didn't do that bad. Marcus didn't do that bad. He was six for 10. Uh, Kemba wasn't bad, six for 11. And uh, Rob Williams was active a lot yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how athletic he is. He's a freak. And I've been saying it a lot. He's a big X factor to this team. If Rob Williams is good and he can uh, come in and give us some good minutes, then it's really going to help this team, especially with Gordon Hayward being out. So Rob Williams stepping up is huge. I'm excited to see once he's more matured, how many shots, He's gonna block per game, and just send into the stands. Cause like he was going for murder yesterday on the <laughs> swats. Like he he gave someone a concussion. I swear on one of them. I think it was Ananobi. He went to swat him and yeah, hit him I in was, the head.
0: I was watching uh the highlights of the game, and there were so many plays where the Raptors did end up getting layups, but Robert Williams was like down their neck, like right like right there behind them trying to block it, and he would just miss it by just a second or two. Um, but no, I mean that's just. That's the impact that he makes, coming off the bench, being that energy guy. Um, so, Ryan, you're not, you're not upset that we're playing Robert Williams more than Ennis Cantor this series? or <laughs> No. I'm not upset at all. I love Ennis, Rob Williams. Ennis Cantor is not going to see a single minute this series. No, nope. I can tell you guys that because he is just, he would just get murdered by the, the Raptors bigs. And this is – we were talking about this a little bit before uh, we started. Um, Robert Williams literally is the perfect uh, matchup to go up against guys like sergi Baca off the bench like sergi Baca averaged 19 and 10 in the first round against brooklyn yes it's against brooklyn but still 19 and 10 and 23 minutes off the bench is not just like something you can just do that's like
1: no yeah. matter
0: who it's against like that is insane that is very impressive and the celtics can't allow that to happen and they didn't allow it to happen uh sergi Baca only had Oh, hold on. My computer. My computer. I I can't wait to get a new laptop, dude. This damn technology. uh, You you hate technology. He had 15 and nine. So he still had a decent game. He shot four for 10, but he didn't put up, you know, the 19 and 10 that that he averaged last round. Uh, Norman Powell averaged 17 a game in the first round and only had 10, shot four for 12. Lowry had 17 van vliet only had 11 which is this is why i'm saying that they're not going to shoot like this again because van vliet shot three for 16 and two for 11 from three and if you've watched any raptors games or followed along with fred van vliet you know that that is so unlike him like that is just he had a team high minus uh 28 in the plus minus uh in the in the plus minus box score that's not going to happen again siakam five for 16 could it happen again? He's done it before. I forgot what game it was, but he was also held to low scoring and that type of shooting during the bubble. Um, so that could happen again, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like now they, the Raptors got their worst game out of the way and that's where my mindset is right now. And I think that they're going to come out hot in the second and a game two and they're going to look to strike back against the Celtics. Um, I'm Nick
1: Nurse Nick Nurse won't allow it to happen again either, I no, feel like. He won't. And and it's crazy make to think about it's crazy to think about we had such a big win the way we did, but yet we didn't we, like, like we yeah, we didn't play as well as we should have either. Mm-hmm. And even Brad Stevens said that. He said the offense was off. And he, we he, could have played,
0: had better offense. Do you like, see what he said? They were like, I don't know what the box score guy was doing. They, they said they gave up seven points on the fast break, but he goes, no, we actually gave up like 30 point, points on the fast break, but like oh, the box my. score says seven. So I don't know if that's just him, like being Brad Stevens and just yeah. like, and like thinking in his head that he, you know, he, he puts more pressure and he he says more, um, he doesn't give high praise to himself and the team as much as, uh, as you'd think i'll put it that way sometimes he's, he's like he's hard on himself sometimes yeah. like as a coach so I, I mean it might be that or he might actually just be you know right and just be actually give give up 30 but that's a that's a big swing hot take is brad stevens losing it is brad stevens is, is brad stevens bad with numbers <laughs> or is he just a genius uh, did he go to know. school <laughs> ah, you'd th- yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he definitely went to school, right? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Nick Nurse, you made a great point. Nick Nurse is not going to allow that to happen again. He will make adjustments. I mean, that's what the great coaches do. You know, game one is always a, feel- a feeler. I'm not saying that the Raptors went into this game, like, without not putting any effort in and just like, oh, we'll just see how the game goes and go from there. Like, I don't think that's the case. But game one is always a feeler. They know what the Celtics are going to give now, and the Raptors know that they really can't get much worse than they did. I mean, only scoring 94 points in a playoff game, you are not going to win 99 out of 100 times if you're going to score 94 in a playoff game. Like, you have to be playing the best freaking defense of your life if you're going to win and only put up 94. Um, but the Celtics put up 112, so, I mean, they couldn't contain – they couldn't hold the Celtics. Uh, you, you mentioned this earlier, but I just kind of want to go over it again um jason tatum uh jason tatum and marcus smart each had 21 huge game from marcus six for 10 from the field five for nine from three that's what you want to see from marcus smart he had six rebounds four assists as well um and the highest plus minus on the team this is what you want to see from marcus games like this is what's going to win you basketball games this is what's going to win you playoff games excuse me um Either Marcus Smart's going to drop 21 and you're going to win or he's going to drop 21 and you're going to get blown out, one or the other. Um, But in this case, we won. Marcus Smart had a great game. Jace Tatum, 21, 9 for 18, started off slow. But, hey, you know, finished 50%. There's really not much more you can really ask. He really wasn't asked to score much this game. This is why it's so great having Jalen, who had 17, Kemba, who had 18 and 10. I mean, I think the 10 assists was a playoff career high for him. It may have been uh, his first playoff double-double, I want to say. I think, I think I saw that stat. Um, but he shot six for 11, four for seven from three, hitting great shots. Also, Daniel Tice had a great game, 13 points, three for eight shooting, but had 15 rebounds and shot seven for seven from the free throw line. For your starting center, that's pretty damn good. Um, 15 rebounds was a playoff career high for him. I don't, I don't expect to see 15 rebounds from him every game, but that is great to see, especially since you don't have guys like Ennis Cantor coming off the bench who usually do um, get a bulk of the rebounds. Um, but like I said, we're not going to be seeing much of Ennis Cantor this series, so we're going to have to rely on Rob Will and Tice to carry that, uh, to carry the rebounding workload. Um, Is there anyone else that you, that played yesterday that you thought really stuck out? Like out of anyone I just said, or even like, I I don't know. Like, do you, do you see anyone right now that made an impact that you think is going to continue to do so the rest of the series or like what's going through your head right now?
1: Well, Rob Williams is what was standing out to me. Just the energy that he brings when he gets on the court is something that he needs to continue to do. And you know he had a solid game. He went five for five from the field. He had ten points, um, and then he also I want to see something. He had two blocks. Yep. So he didn't play that bad at all. He had a steal. Only eighteen uh, minutes too, I and mean, five like... rebounds. Like he didn't. Yeah. So and he played it in eighteen minutes. So he didn't have a bad game. He had a very solid game, and I just want to see more out of him. You know, like I think he can continue to get better. Um, I think he will get better. I think he. His, like, ceiling is just – is unreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And just – just considering how athletic he is for a big man, like, there's not a lot of guys in the league who are centers who can get up like him. And, like, he showed it yesterday in a windmill dunk he had. I know, like, there's probably yep. a lot of guys in the league that can do that, but he wasn't even trying to jump on it. Like, it was just an easy, like, two, two-foot jump for him and didn't even try. So, like, he – I'm just excited to see, like, what else he can do for the team. But other than that, um, if Marcus Smart can continue to keep it up, that would be perfect for us. Um, he's a guy that really needs to step up uh, what, while Gordon Hayward's gone, and I hope he can continue to do that. And then also, other than that, Daniel Tice, I mean, if he can get a couple foul calls and keep getting to the line and just continue to be strong down low, with Siakam and Gasol, I mean, there's really no complaints. I mean, I know we didn't play as well as we usually do yesterday, and I know this team can play way better, and they can be way more consistent, and they can make way better decisions. But you know, we'll see. There's there's still six games left in this series. Who knows if it will go all the way? Yep. Um, the Celtics just really need to each game come out hot. They can't. They can't be lackadaisical to start. Uh, even in the middle of the game, you know they have a couple of bumps when they come out of the half and in the second quarter. So they just need to stay consistent and keep their foot on the pedal.
0: So yeah, yeah. Uh, my my thoughts too. I mean, like you mentioned, two of the guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out four guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna give four guys who I'm want to give some reactions to one. Robert Williams, of course. I mean, he's got to be the backup center. He's got to be giving. You know he's got to be taking advantage of his minutes that he get off the bench that he gives off the bench. These are the games. These are the moments that make a player better. These experiences, these matchups where he's going up against uh, the big men on a defending on a defending team. The the Raptors just won a championship. This is going to be this is their hardest test. Could be their hardest test of the entire playoffs. Who knows? Um, but Robert Williams, you know, stepping up against the defending champs. Putting up solid numbers, I mean there's not much more you can ask for, and isn't it crazy, Ryan? I don't know if you knew this, but Robert Williams is only six eight like you're talking about him like barely having to jump and all the on all this stuff. He's a six foot eight center, and he could literally jump through the roof like that that just baffles me like he's the height of like Tatum basically Tatum's like six seven he could be six eight uh, he could be even honestly he could be even a little bit taller um but it, it, that's just wild to me. Uh, Next guy I want to point out Marcus smart Too, like you said when he's shooting six for ten five nine from three you're either getting blown out or you're blowing teams out Marcus smart had a great game he stepped up uh, when Jalen Brown wasn't really hitting all of his shots. Um, So Marcus smart seeing that that is so uh, essential seeing him score like that. Um, You know, obviously, it's not going to be asked of him to score that much or hit five threes every game. But when he does do it, you know, it's a good thing. So Hopefully we can continue to see that type of uh, productivity out of him. And then two guys I want to kind of give, like, you know, I need to, I need to see step up. One, Jalen Brown. He had 17. He had 17, 5, and 4, which is great. He also had five fouls. So that that also didn't help. But he shot 6 for 18, 3 for 9 from 3. That's not going to happen a lot. It's not. He's usually much more efficient than that. He, he doesn't shoot 33% from the field and from 3. Um, but he, he needs to have better performances going forward. It, 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 it's tough. I mean, listen, that's why it's so great to have Tatum and Walker. And it would have been nice to have Hayward because you have a guy that shoots like that. You have other guys to back you up and that's what Kemba Tatum and Marcus Smart did. Um, but he can't be shooting six for 18 every game. He's going to have to step it up. He's going to have to come out, uh, you know, much better in game two, ready to go. And, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, put those, make those, uh, put those numbers higher, and then the last guy I want to bring up, uh, that I, you know what, I'm just gonna say it. Brad, can you please just not play some Like, 22 minutes, three points, one for five shooting. Like,
1: it's got to the point.
0: I listen, like I know, like what other options do we have? Like, we don't have that much depth because Hayward's gone. Because Hayward's gone now. Excuse me but like you're excused like (laughs) come on like brad wanamaker played 28 minutes but i'm kind of easing up to him now i'm kind of because he's actually playing well he missed a free throw yesterday brad wanamaker and that is very unlike him he's like 94 percent from the free throw line um so that was absurd but i'm 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 warming up to brad wanamaker because he's been he's been doing well but some of you always are like man if you're gonna play him just ah, not twenty-two minutes. Like, hit your shots, Semi. Like, what are you doing? One for three, one for five overall. Like, come on. Like, if you're gonna be in the game. You're asked to do one thing, and you asked to do two things. One, play defense, which shouldn't really really be much because he's really good at defense, and hit your threes. That's it. That's all I asked That's all I ask for. So, Semi and Jalen need to step it up. Smart Robert Williams need to keep it up. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's really my thoughts on the guys. But, I mean, overall, I mean, they still won by 18. So, I mean, you know, how much can you really complain? I don't really want to sound like, you know, I'm complaining, but my team still won. So, I mean, I'm happy, but it's just like, you know, the game could have gone the other way. If the Raptors were hitting their shots, that game could have been a lot. So, I just want the Celtics to come out better um, next game. Game two is going to be huge because if the Celtics go up 2-0, that they are they don't have control of the series yet they're, they're not controlling the pace but if they win game two oof they are gonna have a lot of momentum on their side and if toronto come in and tie the series 1-1 then you know it's back to either it's a five game series at that point so we'll see what happens but ryan we talked about this before i'm gonna give a hot take i'm gonna give my hot take for the hot episode. take. You ready for the hot take? I'm not really the one. To be hot, hot take. Takes. I'm not really the one to be giving hot takes, but here I am. I'm gonna give hot a take thing. warning. I'm saying I'm giving a hot take. I'm gonna give a hot take. If I'm gonna give a hot take, I'm gonna give a hot take. This ain't gonna be like lukewarm, like neutral heat. Like this is like hot. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Celtics in five.
1: Wow. All right. So that's way less than what I thought.
0: Celtics and five I originally had the Celtics in six Hayward got hurt so I changed it to Celtics in seven listen I'm not I don't change it up as the series goes along I'm not that type of person I stick to my prediction Celtics in seven was my legit prediction after Hayward got hurt because then you had every reason to change it but now after how they looked yesterday yes they didn't look their best yes the Raptors didn't look their best the Celtics could look a lot better, so can the Raptors. But I still think the Celtics match up with them so perfectly. The Raptors are 0-2 against the Celtics in the bubble. They're 11-0 against everyone else. The Raptors are four 1-4 are against the Celtics overall the season. The Celtics have the Raptors number. There is no way of going around that. They know how to play against Toronto. They know how they tick they know how they score they know how to defend them they know who they have to get out on who they can leave open they know brad stevens knows this team like the back of his hand and for that reason i am telling you right now the celtics are going to go up 2-0 after tomorrow and they are going to give up one more game down the line and they are going to win in five games book it that's Five my, games. Listen, I know it's only you one can game. Count, you can I, count
1: on your hand how many games it's going to take for the Celtics to if win. You,
0: if I don't know, you guys can't see us right now over Zoom, but I got my hand up and I'm counting five fingers. Five. That's one, two, three, four, five. Five fingers, five games it's going to take for the Celtics to beat the Raptors. I know. Celtics are 5-0 and in the playoffs. I know. That's crazy, isn't it? They were also 5-0 and last year. People were telling me, oh, but you can't get too excited. They were 5-0 last year. I know they were 5-0 last year, but you know who else was on the team last year? You can't say it. No, I can't say it. No, no, I didn't say the full name. I, I got cut off. I got cut off. We had a certain we someone. We had a pack. We had a certain someone on the team. <laughs> we had that a pact. Listen, I didn't say the full name, okay? I, I, I could have said Kylie Jenner. I, I spite upon the. Right? Listen, regardless, we're going to move past it. I'm going to get better from this, okay? It's a, learning, <laughs> it's a stepping stone. It's an obstacle. It's a, you live and you learn. We had a certain someone on our team last year that didn't work out with, okay? And he also happened – to have some of the worst shooting playoff performances in Celtics. Eight recent- for 22, seven for 22. Like, and he kept saying that, I'm not going to do that again. He was right. He just it was did just it worse. as worse. He just yeah. worse. It was yeah. worse. That ain't going to happen now. The Celtics are 5-0 and just like last year, but they're in a completely different situation. They're not going up against Milwaukee in the second round. Yes, they're going up against Toronto, which is a really good team, but it is just much different different leadership players have evolved the coaching is better even like it's night and day from last year now I can't believe we still have to talk about this but I mean that's what people have been saying so I'm not trying to get ahead of myself I mean I'm saying Celtics in five but I'm saying it because the Celtics have looked like the best damn basketball team in the NBA so far in the playoffs
1: can't run from the truth people. who
0: you're the only teams that I can consider that have been better are Milwaukee. And I can't even consider them I better. Can't even, like, they I lost mean, to the I magic. Know. I, I when know, we, when we give a game to the that's magic, that's why I'm saying it's hard to, that's why it's hard for me to think the Lakers, they look better than the Lakers. They look better than the Clippers. Well, more consistent. I'd say more, they look consistent. more consistent. Okay. They yeah. Look more consistent. I'd they say look consistent. Look more too. consistent than the Lakers. They look more consistent. AD than had the like
1: 45 the other night too, by yeah, the way. Yeah. I mean,
0: Anthony Davis is a problem no matter who he's going up against. So I'm not going to downplay or talk lowly about Anthony Davis because if we go up against him, I know he's going to give us trouble. But they have looked better than these teams. They have looked more consistent than these teams. Is it the chemistry? Is it because Jason Tatum is actually emerging as a star? Here's another thing, too. Last series, I'm—I'll I, let you give your—I'll let you say whatever is on your mind after this, Ryan, because I'm just kind of going off my hot take here. Last series, Tatum averaged twenty-seven and nine, or twenty-seven and ten. One of those two. He showed like that was his series. Like he was like, "All right, no Simmons. We're not bsing this. We're getting this over with." Tatum showed up, did what he had to do. But it was against the Sixers, so people might downplay that a little bit. If he continues to play like he did in this round against Toronto, even steps up more without Hayward, and steps up when he has to, when Jalen Brown shoots six for eighteen, or if Kemba Walker is having a bad shooting game, or Marcus Smart isn't doing anything, Tatum shows up, he does his thing, and the Celtics win. That is like the next step for him. Like that, this series is the next step for him. If he wants to put himself in the same. hear the conversation, the same sentence as some of these other like big name NBA players, like superstars, this is the series to do it. And that's why I'm also confident in the Celtics, because I think Jay Sam is gonna do just that. He only had 21 and 9 in the first game. That's fine. It's only game one. He has four more games, at least in my opinion, if it's gonna go five, and I think he is going to tear it up. And that's why I also think the Celtics are gonna win in the amount of games that I predicted, which is five. So Ryan Tell me if I I mean if you think I'm crazy tell me. If you if you have a reason to go uh, to disagree with me, tell me. But that is just where I am at right now and I don't know if that my stance is going to change.
1: No, I can see why you have them going in five. Your argument is good. Good job. Uh, it was done in MLA format, <laughs> extra credit for that. <laughs> Yo, MLA format used to kick my ass in college. You did use a bibliography. Uh, no, but no, I completely agree with you. Like this team, like they are completely different from what it was last year. You look at two five and O teams and you just see a whole lot of chemistry, you know, There is not a lot of chemistry on last year's team. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of internal issues that we'll never be able to figure out because there's a lot of different people that said it could be like Jalen, could be Terry, could be – you know what I mean? There's just like names being thrown around everywhere. This year, everyone is so about each other and is so one, and the whole team is just perfect. Like they just mesh with each other perfectly. So that is the biggest difference from last year's team is just the chemistry. And honestly, that carries over onto the court. Like, obviously, it's good to have chemistry off the court, but on the court, everyone knows where everyone's going to be. So everyone can just get in their spots. People know when Tatum's going to get to the sidestep or get into an isolation situation to get out of his way. You know, there's just all these factors that come into play because of chemistry. And honestly... If the Celtics go up and they have another blowout win like this within the next two games, then I, I could see them just ending it in five because that would be devastating to have two blowout wins, you know? Yeah, And, it and really would Well, two,
0: two blowout losses for the Raptors. For the Raptors. That, that, I mean, that can only do two, so much for a team's confidence. I mean, <laughs> if you get blown out twice, I mean, that it, I don't know. I don't know where your mind would be at. Yeah. So I, I
1: just I, – I think we have them. Um, I'm not too worried about losing the series. I'm just worried about how long it's going to take. I still I, – like six or seven. Um, six would definitely be what I'm most confident with now because I feel like the Raptors are better than just one win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just because we've had their number in the regular season and definitely in the first game and definitely in the bubble, I think they're still better than one win in a series. So
0: yeah I mean listen I'm not trying to downplay the Raptors I'm not trying to take anything away from them because I still think they are one of the most talented uh just best all-around teams in the NBA Yep. it's just when it comes to the Celtics man we have their number we match up well with them and they aren't they're better than a one-win team in the second round they absolutely are I just think that you know just it's going to be tough. Each game is going to be close. I'm not saying this every game is going to be like it was in game one. I don't think so at all. I think it's going to their game two is going to be much closer than it was in game one. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, I just think, you know, down the stretch, I think Boston has the guys to step up. I'm not sure if I'm, you know, if I'm a Raptors fan, if I'm the Raptors, I don't know if I'm too confident having Siakam being my true number one. Like he's good. He's a 24 point scorer. He can put the ball in the he can put the ball in the hoop. He's a just an all around great player, but you know Kawhi Leonard ain't walking through that door when they need those big clutch buckets. I don't know if Siakam can be the one that can come up big for them. Van That's Vliet, something they're definitely missing. You know what I mean? Like team. Van Vliet, he could be that guy, but I mean, I don't know if he can be Lowry. I mean, like these guys, could they be those closers? Could be they be the go to down the stretch? Yeah, absolutely. I just don't know if I'd consider them. I don't know if they could do that. Um, and Paul Pierce, uh, he was on ESPN. They were giving a pregame. Him and Richard Jefferson, they were talking about it. And Paul Paul Pierce obviously predicted the Celtics to win. And they were like, why? He goes, why? He goes, because Kawhi Leonard ain't there. They're like, how could the Raptors win? He goes, if Kawhi takes off the LA jersey and comes back to Toronto, that's how the Raptors win. And honestly, like – It's true. I mean, playoff regular season is one thing. They got the second most regular season wins, which is very impressive, which I mean, they should be very proud about. I mean, they were the second best team in the NBA record wise, but in the playoffs, it's a whole different thing, man. It it really is. And you got to have guys, you have to step up in different ways. It's a difference between stepping up in a clutch regular season game and in a clutch playoff game. I don't know if the Raptors have the guys that can do it in the playoffs I could be completely wrong. They could just like, you know, those three guys I mentioned, Van Vliet, Lowry, and Siakam could just be like, screw you, Dante, and just like score every fourth quarter point next game. I don't know. But I just think the guys have better closers. I think if it's close games, the Celtics have a better chance of running away with it and just getting the win. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. And I think it's funny. We brought up like last year and stuff um we we, I feel like we sound like broken records when we always talk about it but like I hope we don't we don't I mean because it's (laughs) it's hard to like not bring it up because you compare last year to now and how much different it is I mean the players can't even escape it after the game Jace Tatum was asked about what is different between this year's Celtics and last year's and he goes um he goes man we just won the game you had to bring that up you had to bring last year up and he started laughing (laughs) <laughs> like every, everyone knows, I mean, it's true. I mean, we were 5-0 last year, we were 5-0 this year. Like what's the difference between the two teams? But at the same time, I feel like it's a question that doesn't need to be asked. I mean, we, we know. We, we know what the difference is. The chemistry's there. At the end of the day, you could have the most talented roster in the world. Chemistry trumps talent. It just, it, it does. It, yep. it, it just does. I mean, look at the Sixers. They had, on paper, they had one of the most talented teams in the NBA but it's just on paper, didn't mesh well. Last year, the Celtics had probably the most talented team on paper, other than the Warriors, probably, didn't mesh well. It's just sometimes that's just how it is. But when if you got chemistry, everyone likes each other, everyone clicks, this is what happens. You, you get this year's Celtics team. So I'm excited going into game two. Uh, chemistry,
1: which, chemistry is probably one of, if not the biggest factor in all sports. It is when it comes down to team if sports, you're, if everything you're like that. Playing
0: with guys that you don't like, like you're gonna butt heads. Like there's gonna be, excuse me, issues, locker room issues. There's gonna be all these things going on. It just and that just like hurts a team as a whole, not just your relationship with that one guy. It hurts the entire locker room, everything going on. So it's best to the have only
1: the only team it worked with was Kobe and Shaq. Really,
0: yeah. Even but, though, like you know, I I know this
1: is a Celtics pod, but you. You wonder about that relationship can and you, can what, we be what honest, really was If those guys
0: it. stayed together, they could have won, like, five, six, seven championships easily, you think? I mean, instead of them trading Shaq. I mean, LA, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if Kobe, they kept, would have, Kobe would have – Kobe,
1: I bet you Kobe would have, would have won Jordan. at least one more than Jordan. He would have Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yes. I, I had yes, to yes. He would have at least tied him. Right, because he won two with Pau Casal, and Pau Casal is just as good as a teammate as Shaq was. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, he was unbelievable back in his prime, and that cannot be argued. He's one of Kobe Bryant's best teammates, probably his most favorite teammate. Yeah, for Um, sure. Yeah, so
0: if he had Shaq still, yeah, but you think about like you had all those matchups against like the Sun. Shaq went to Miami and won a title. You know, like he still had a lot left in him. All those battles uh, Kobe Bryant had solo. If you had Shaq yeah. with him, he's making it by the Spurs. He's making it by the Suns. He's making it by all those teams out in West. The Mavs even when they were back in 06, when they uh when they made it to the finals against Shaq, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean different topic. But if they stayed together, I mean if they were there together for their entire careers or at least until Shaq retired, they could have they could have gotten a Handful. He would have he would have
1: passed them, and people would have been talking about how Kobe's the greatest. Honestly, ever. Uh, if they together, Kobe is the closest Kobe thing
0: we will ever see to Michael Jordan, whether or not people uh, yes like to hear that or not, LeBron might end up being the second best player of all time. But we're talking about Jordan, like the closest thing to Jordan is Kobe Bryant. Kobe like like exactly, if you dude, do
1: like a side by side video with all their moves, like their shooting form, Kobe everything.
0: Took, Kobe Bryant is Michael Jordan. He took everything from Jordan. And that's why, like, he said it, too, in an interview before he passed, talking about Jordan. He goes, you know, what do you think about when people say you're better than Jordan? He's like, I'm not. He goes, without Jordan, there's no Kobe. So how can right. Kobe be better than Jordan? And he's absolutely right. Because he's he he didn't – I'm not saying he stole, like, how he played his – all this stuff. He, he – he studied Jordan. He literally yes, he was obsessed studied. with Jordan. He would, Jordan would say, I think it was during the last dance or even, uh, the speech he gave at Kobe Bryant's Memorial at, uh, at the Staples center. He's like, Kobe would call me at two, three in the morning talking about footwork and all these things. Like Kobe was obsessed with being the best. He was obsessed with going down as one of the greatest players. And that's, that, that, that's what he did. He went down as one of the greatest players. Um, but without Kobe, there's no Jordan. In that sense, Jordan's better than Kobe. But Kobe, at the same time, is the closest thing we will ever get to Jordan. I don't think anyone will ever copy or mimic Jordan as well as Kobe ever did. I just yep. um No, there's no way. I don't. Yeah. think – And without
1: without you know without Kobe, Tatum doesn't learn any of that skill set. Truly, that's
0: that's this is why I look at it. Like I know we're kind of getting off topic here, but when I see players like. That Devin that, Booker, that Jason saved, Tatum, all the
1: best players in the league right now were influenced by. Like, Kobe. I
0: have a tough time thinking that certain players are better than others that have come before them because you know how many players, like LeBron and Jordan too. LeBron says he literally idolized Jordan. He would do mm-hmm. the same thing as Kobe, like study his game. How can you be better than someone if you're like taking your game after someone? You know what I mean? It's just like that's that's the that's the part that baffles me. It's just like and. You, I also look at greatest of all time. I mean, well, I guess we'll just end the episode on this little on this little topic. Um, I look at impact that the players left. Jordan, Kobe. You know how many players want to be like Jordan and Kobe? That alone tells you how great they are. LeBron too. I mean, I'm not like not taking anything away from LeBron. Kids now are looking up to LeBron. Kids style themselves after LeBron. That's yep. just how it goes. It goes down the line. But Jordan and Kobe are, like, the step – like, that. that's the one and two. Like, you want to, like, become the perfect NBA player. Like, you want to perfect your craft. Those are the two guys you want to study. And uh, and that's ultimately why Jordan's the GOAT because so many people studied him. So many people wanted to be like Mike. He, he started everything. The shoes – he um he would get fined he would wear his own shoes Jordan shoes and then he would get fined by the league because he wasn't he started the bag his shorts shoes. all that stuff he started so many things that nba players still do to this day and that's why um your impact is has to be a huge part of why you're the greatest and that's why i think jordan is the greatest um but yeah Celtics podcast talking Celtics pod. We are a Celtics pod, the number one Celtics pod out there. (laughs) Can't, can't, can't deny, can't confirm, can't deny. I mean, no one, no one can complain about that. No one's there to argue. No one can complain about a good
1: off topic basketball talk. No, no.
0: If Kobe, if Kobe and Shaq stayed together, I'd say Kobe had eight rings. Yeah, eight. Yeah, I, I want I can't even so argue that they I think they could have won three more. I, yeah. I, I definitely think they could have. And Shaq yeah. would have had at least six. He had four. So And if the Celtics didn't
1: win in oh eight, there's a three
0: there's there's
1: two three in if, a row right if there. If Kobe
0: won against the Celtics, I think that was that's what he needed to get like on a legit Kobe Jordan discussion. Cause he would have had two three peats just like um just like Jordan, Jordan. Did. That would have been, like, and that's the thing. Like, when he was with Shaq, people were like, oh, he was in Shaq's shadow. First of all, that's just nonsense because they both put up insane Incredible numbers. numbers. Like, both of them did. Like, not one's better than the other. It was, like, 1A, 1B, but it was, like, 1A, 1A kind of. Like, <laughs> I mean, they were both, like, on the same level. Um uh, Shaq was just more dominant because, I mean, that that's just Shaq. But then he won a th- then he won two championships, could have had a three-peat by himself. Not by himself, but you know what I mean, without mm-hmm. Shaq. Like, that was the thing that really would hold him back. So winning those two championships was huge for him. But if he got a three-peat with Pau Gasol as his number two, that's a conversation. That's a really good conversation to have between Jordan and Kobe. That at least would have – all-time rankings, I don't know where you have Kobe. I'd probably have him. Like eight or nine, probably nine. Honestly, I think I made a list before and I had him at nine. But if he gets the P, he has six rings. I think you got to put him like six. Yeah, it's a legit six. conversation. I mean, maybe, legit. like you move him up. I, I know that doesn't sound like too much of like too much of a a, a budge, like going up. But like in an all time list, like going up two or three spots is like a lot. Yes. So, yes. Um, yeah, so that that's just how that would have been, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, wishful thinking, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's our Kobe Bryant, uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James go discussion uh, part of chasing banners. Yeah. Uh, presented by Guy Boss and Sports. Go on the site. Use code Banners to save ten percent off your next order. We have some sick merchandise on there. We got some T-shirts. We got some hoodies. Uh, we got a Jason Tatum PGA Golf Tour t-shirt that Ryan himself came up with. It's a sexy shirt. You would probably Six look shirts. even sexier wearing it if you're listening to this, so you should cop that. We also have Hoops Caviar merchandise, which is our basketball podcast, which honestly you'd probably hear the discussion we just had. You'd probably hear that on that on that podcast. But you know what? We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, but you can check out Hoops Caviar uh, on twitter at hoops caviar where you have new episodes we I, I actually put out the new episode today so you can check that out um but yeah that's really all i have to say ryan do you have anything to to say before i i give the outro here there is no Shein's world merch yet no Shein's world merch but you know what it's august 31st right now um there will be merch in the future.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Definitely. Merch. I don't know if that's even on your mind, but I'm saying. No, Oh, no, no, I it definitely is... need.
1: I've been thinking about merch all summer, ever since I started it. So
0: we're, we're, I... we're going to get your merch out. We are yeah. going to get people rocking it. And we are going to continue uh, riding the wave and uh, building ourselves up as the big two of Boston, Brian. So. We'll only get we only got started. a duo here, dude. This is episode 50. See, like this is the thing. You think of the
1: Boston Celtics. You think of Jalen Brown. You think <laughs> of Jason Tatum. You think of Celtics podcast.
0: The best duo out there. Dante Toro, and Ryan. Sheet. I mean, who else would come up? Who else would come to your mind? I, I can't. I oh, exactly. Else, That's honestly. what I'm
1: talking about. We're the best Celtics podcast. So uh, out we're
0: there. 15 episodes <laughs> in, and it's just like you know, we keep getting better. at I love season. it,
1: dude. I love that. It's kind of crazy season. how
0: we're at 15 already. Honestly, yeah, we
1: started a while ago. Jeez. Yeah,
0: beginning of the summer,
1: something like that. How time goes. If you're little, if you're a little kid listening to this, I mean. Hopefully, like, you're at least old enough to know what swears are. <laughs> but take advantage of time. Honestly, it goes by yeah. so quick. I'm already a senior in college. I And I, I just, feel graduated, like, and I just I,
0: graduated from college.
1: I feel like I just moved into college last week. So take advantage of the time you're given. And that's my uh, little wisdom for the and, day. And
0: when all of this stuff clears up and you're able to go out and do what you want again, that take advantage of it. Because who knows when the next pandemic is going to happen? I guess. I wish I, yeah. I wish I, if I knew a pandemic was coming, in the middle of my at the, in the second semester, of my senior year of college, I would have been like, my first three and a half years of college would have gone a lot different. But you have the time now, so uh, don't live with regrets. Live your life, have fun, and uh, do what you can. Enjoy your time while you're young. I, and I say that as a 22 year old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. also 22. So there's some advice from Dante and Ryan, but thank you guys for listening to yet again another episode of Chasing Banners. This was episode 15. Shout out Tommy Hineson. Shout out Tommy. We all, you all, get Tommy points for listening to this episode. Uh, Shout out Tommy Hineson. I know his health has been kind of shaky the past few months. Biggest prayer sent his way. 2020 cannot take another legend from us. Um, Oh,
1: speaking of legends, rest in peace, John Thompson. Thompson junior rest in peace oh and you're i was saying something else but you're saying and,
0: rest in peace. and chadwick bozeman yes wakanda forever R. yes R. we're P. losing we're losing that way too like, many people man that was like listen i'm i'm not the biggest I movie hate guy it. like i'm not like you know i'm not going to sit here and act like black panther is you know like uh, a life changing movie for me it, it was for a lot of people it, and that's what makes chadwick Bozeman such an iconic figure um but just hearing about him dying in the way he died, I mean, we're talking about cherishing your time and living your life and enjoying it while you're young. This guy battled cancer for four years and yep. still continued to live his life and go uh, play such historic movie roles um, and set himself apart from his peers and just like went out as you know he was only in the acting game for a few years like he really didn't do too much but his impact jackie in robinson time jackie robinson black 42 um uh what uh what other movies did he hit um marshall he had another movie marshall i forgot what other movies he did. a couple great movies um but yeah i think that kind of plays into a part two where it's just like you know like you don't know what people are going through he didn't want people to know what he was going through so just you know Respect one another. You don't know what the person that you could be talking about is going through. So just be kind to everyone. Um, and RIP Chadwick. I mean, it's just so sad because he was such such a great guy. Like uh, you see all these things of him visiting children's hospitals and, you know, talking to these terminally ill kids while he also was battling a, uh, a, a cancer terminally ill disease um, that he obviously it's colon cancer. It's hard to beat. um, so, yeah, that's all I really have to say there. RIP Chadwick Boseman, uh, so sad. But that's why you just got to live your life, enjoy every day. You never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen tomorrow. But once again, closing it out now, no more, no more deep talks, no more sadness. Episode 15 of Chasing Banner, shout-out Tommy Heinsohn. Thank you guys for listening. My name is Dante Toro. Follow me on Twitter, on all social medias, at Dante on Deck. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, you can find everything uh, there. I, uh, I'm going to be talking all things Celtics. I'll be covering the playoff games like I always do and all basketball stuff. Ryan, tell everyone, tell all these beautiful listeners where they can find you on social media and then we'll close it out. You can find me at 401 Sheen on Twitter
1: where I talk Celtics, Pats, basically everything. Uh, and then giving my opinions on ice cream. Uh, which I did today, and showing myself shooting a watermelon and airballing it. it uh, you can also, that. yeah, I did do that. That was fun. And then you can find my podcast, uh, which is Sheen's World. I have an Instagram page for it called Sheen's World Pod, and that's basically it.
0: That's all we gotta know. That's all you gotta. That's all you gotta do, guys. Follow us on social media, and life Everywhere will be you good. Have social media, and you will not regret it. Your life yep. will get much better on after that point. I would never lie to you. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Uh, We'll be back again for another episode in a week or so, and we'll have more Celtics playoff basketball to talk about. But until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, God bless, and go Celtics. Celtics.
1: Go Celtics. Peace.